guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. Welcome back to another IELTS video, man. I'm so excited about this one. We're going to be getting back into listening. I saw my views, um, especially from Vietnam, India, and a couple of other countries on my blog go up. The views on my YouTube have gone up. So I'm just trying to keep this momentum. I'm, I'm trying to ride the wave, so to speak, because I see that a lot of you do have difficulty in your listening also. Uh, and I've read on some comments on different pages that people have problems with multiple choice. So I'm going to break these down just a little bit. Again, multiple choice, if there are like A, B, C within one long question with long answers, you're going to have to just try to follow the passage. And that's what I'm going to show you today. All right. So and saying that, guys, man, I'm going to flip this bad boy around. I'm going to screen share for all of you out there. And what we have, again, I absolutely love this website because they have literally all the IELTS books uh, available. Uh, and this is the one that I've been taking, again, quite a bit of uh, information from over the past couple of IELTS podcasts also. So what we're going to be doing here, you're going to see me taking notes and I'm going to be stopping things also. Okay, so what we have here is I'm going to write these down for you guys, okay? So we got the eldest child, okay? We have a middle child, and then we have, uh, let's see, we got here, we have the youngest child, the youngest, and I, what I'm gonna be doing here is I'm going to be writing down information by them, words that are synonymous, and that's what you're gonna be hearing because you're not going to hear the words word by word. You're going to hear a lot of synonyms. Now, for a lot of you out there, you should be able to readily identify these synonyms. But for, of course, my Thai students, this would be absolutely uh, a tragic for them because it would be extremely difficult to get such phrases or phrasal verbs and other things. Uh, even what you're going to be listening to is a Northern Ireland acts, uh, I'm sorry, a Northern Irish accent right? And so the Brits, okay, now this goes for the Wales, you know, the, the, the Welsh, the Scots, and, you know, the British folks, oh, the English folks, if you will. And Ireland, they have different sayings that we don't have in American English, which makes it a little bit more difficult. I'm going to give you one that you're going to hear, get on with it. So again, you're going to hear that in this specific audio, and you're going to be like, wait, get on with it. What does that mean? Well, it's kind of like an idiom slash expression. And if you don't know that, although you might know the word before it, it could be difficult, okay? So what we're going to be doing, guys, we have it. For those of you listening to the podcast, personality traits, we have A, outgoing, B, selfish, C, independent, D, attention-seeking, E, introverted, F, cooperative, G, caring, H, competitive. For the positions in family, 21, eldest child, 22, middle child, 23, the youngest child, 24, a twin, 25, an only child, 26, a child with much older siblings. We're going to be matching. But what you got to do is pick up some of these synonyms and expressions that relate to what the personality traits, um, to the personality traits either I said, or if you guys are watching this on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, it's basically what you're looking at right now. Okay, so guys, this is going to be a big one, okay? And then we're going to go into the second part. So here we go. Without further ado. 
David. How are you getting on with the reading for our presentation next week? Well, so again, the first key word is eldest child. So if you have to look for a synonym for eldest child, it's oldest child. From there, you're going to just follow that conversation. So we have to wait for that first. All right. So let's do it. Okay, Ruth, but there's so much of it. I know. I hadn't realized birth order was such a popular area of research. But the stuff on birth order and personality is mostly unreliable. From what I've been reading, a lot of the claims about how your position in the family determines certain personality traits are just stereotypes with no robust evidence to support them. Okay, but that's an interesting point. We could start by outlining what previous research has shown. There are studies going back... So basically, the woman has a British accent and the other guy has a Northern Irish accent. Yeah, he doesn't have a Scottish accent. That's absolutely Northern Irish. So, let's go. Over a hundred years. Yeah. So, we could just run through some of the typical traits. Like, the consensus seems to be that oldest children are generally less well-adjusted because they never get over the arrival of a younger sibling. Right, but on a positive note... Ah, okay. So, this is your first distractor. Okay? Because he said something and then she said on a positive note so the positive note is going to be the answer so again if you were to go by what he had said you probably would have chosen the wrong answer but what we're listening for let's just say in her own words is the positive note so here we go let's some hear studies that. claim that they were thought to be good at nurturing certainly in the okay that is your answer. Good at nurturing. Now, for those of you, again, here in Thailand, you guys might have difficulty with this. But if you understand what good at nurturing means, and for those of you who are watching this on video right now, you would be able to look at some of these personality traits, which are A through H, and you have to find something that's synonymous with nurturing. Now, nurturing, I-N-G, adjective, that helps significantly because then you eliminate about 75% of the answers. So basically, we have D, attention-seeking. Does that relate to good at nurturing? Or G, caring? So for those of you who have chosen G, give yourself a round of applause, okay? So now we got that number 21. And so now we're going to follow this conversation, all right? So let's keep it going. Past, when people had large families, they would middle have been child. expected to look after the younger ones. There isn't such a clear picture for middle children. But one trait that a lot of the studies mention is that they are easier to get on with than older or younger siblings. Hmm. Generally eager to please. There it is. There it is. There it is. Easier to get on with. So you have to understand what get on with means. Because if you don't understand what get on with, you just have to look for something that somewhat relates to easier, which is a little bit difficult. So I'm gonna let you guys look at the answers. You could press pause, okay, on the video, look at it. And for those of you listening to me on the podcast, again, we've already gotten caring. So we have seven answers left. That's outgoing, selfish, independent, attention seeking, okay, introverted, cooperative, competitive, and those are your answers. So you could stop it. You could think about it. What does easier to get on with? Which, with that expression right there, which one? 
of those vocabulary terms, which I just stated, okay, all those adjectives has the best or closest meaning. So the answer, if you guys chose F, which is cooperative, you got to correct. Give yourself a round of applause. So easier to get on with, meaning they are cooperative, meaning it's easy to hang around with, easy to talk to them, easy to do this. There's a lot of different expressions you could put after easy. But generally speaking, it means they're cooperative. They can, they cooperate, right? They are coachable, whatever it may be, okay? Whew. So I hope you guys are following me. If you have to go back and understand this a little bit more, go on ahead and do it, all right? And helpful, although that's certainly not accurate as far as my family goes. My middle brother was a nightmare, always causing fights and envious of whatever I had. As I said, None of That's this seems to relate to my own experience. I'm the youngest in my family, and I don't recognize go. myself in any of the studies I've read about. I'm supposed to have been a sociable and confident child who made friends. I'm supposed to have been, okay? I'm supposed to have been, meaning the perception of what this study is, is that he was supposed to be this. Now, Again, he says the, a couple of adjectives. I'm supposed to have been a sociable and confident child who made friends easily, but I was actually terribly shy. Not the personal example. He was terribly shy, but the study says that he should have been sociable and confident. Okay, so sociable and confident. If we look at these words again, all right, cooperative is out. Caring is out. We have competitive. We have introverted. Now, he says through the personal example that he was introverted. That's not what the study said. So introverted for this specific question, out. So attention-seeking, independent, selfish, or outgoing. All right. So again, sociable and confident. Those two adjectives, which do they relate to? For those of you that need to think about it, press pause. Okay. Now, those of you who have not pressed pause, you're going to hear the answer. And the answer is outgoing. Outgoing and sociable, those are synonymous. This is how you follow the passage, okay? Personal examples, we're listening for the studies examples, not the personal examples, okay? That's why when she said on a positive note, the study says, okay? So make sure you understand and how to distinguish between fact and mere opinion. Really? Next. That's funny. There have been hundreds of studies on twins, but mostly about nurture versus nature. There was one on personality which said that a twin is likely to be quite shy in social situations because they always have their twin around to depend on for support. Mike. That is very true. That, oh, oh my God, you know, just completely off topic. I remember I had two wonderful twins. They were just the gorgeous little university students ever. And one was shy, but one was outgoing. It was, that is so true. So the study says one would be shy. So you have to look for, we got the adjective shy, okay? Does it relate to selfish, independent, attention-seeking, introverted, or competitive? Stop it. Press pause. Okay, think about it. Now come back, the answer, and if you've chosen, congratulations, is E, introverted and shy. That's what the study states. 
All right. So now we have to look for the only child. Cousins were like that when they were small. They were only interested in each other and found it hard to engage with other kids. They're fine now, though. Only children have had a really bad press. Now remember, she said, before we get into only ch children, she said that they only cared about that, 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 that. So some of you probably would have put selfish if you listened to her personal opinion rather than listening to what the study had said. Be careful with that, all right? A lot of studies have branded them as loners who think the world revolves around them because they've never had to fight for their parents' attention. Them. That does seem a bit hard. Ah, uh, all right. Now, for those of you out there, okay. Uh, I think outgoing's finished. So we have selfish, independent, attention-seeking, and competitive. Now, what I wrote down and what I heard was world revolves around them so which one of those four personality traits those adjectives best describes the world revolves around them that's someone who is selfish yes that's right well i mean we've already we've always heard that before right it's like uh we hear this in the movies too oh you think the world revolves around you yeah, we've heard that a plentiful, okay? A plethora of times, okay? So that is it right there. Now we have one more. A child with much older siblings. Gosh, one category I hadn't considered before was children with much older siblings. A couple of studies mentioned that these children grow up more quickly and are expected to do basic things for themselves like getting dressed i can see how that might be true although okay all right although he gives an opinion we don't care we don't care about your opinion <laughs> so anyways 26 a child with much older siblings they grow up quickly and they do things for themselves this sounds like me because one of my siblings uh is six years older and the other one is two old uh, two years older uh, me, I'm like the third child. So I grew up very quickly. Some of my friends, my childhood friends, they still play video games. I'm inspiring people and trying to change, you know, and I'm the, I'm the idea that I want humanity in regards and inspiring future generations. So I grew up quickly and I do things for myself. Okay. So that's a personal example, but that is what the study is. So in regards to that, we have independent attention seeking and independent attention seeking and competitive okay so grow up quickly does things for themselves does that relate to being competitive attention seeking or independent you already know i know all of you out there who have watched this video in the next 10 days 10 years 10 de 10 decades whatever it may be which is a century you guys chose independent that is how you run through these uh i guess oh my god how do you say these um let's just say multiple choice but it's kind of like headings right not like reading headings and whatnot but again a through h and matching them with 21 through 26 this is how you follow the conversation look at my notes that's what i hear that's how i relate it back okay that's what you need to hear for we need to hear okay the positions 
And then you're going to hear a detail that relates to the study, not the opinion, the study. No, this is not how it's going to be every time, but this is how you follow the conversation. Use this technique in this area and you guys are winners. All right. So now is the difficult part. Okay. It's a little bit more difficult because we've got multiple choice. So for those of you listening to me on my podcast, what we have here is number 27. It says, what do the speakers say about the evidence relating to birth order and academic success? Keywords. A, there is conflicting evidence about whether oldest children perform best in intelligence tests. B, there is little doubt that birth order has less influence on academic achievement than socioeconomic status. And C, some studies have neglected to include important factors such as family size. It's a little crazy. I know, there's a lot of information there. We just got to hear those keywords, birth order, academic success, and, and just try to pick them out, okay? Because again, if we look at B, has less. So there's a comparative. So if you hear more, B is out of the question. A is the superlative. Oldest children, best in, that's superlative. Now C, important factors such as family size. We have to, we have to hear for that, okay? Or listen for that. And 28, what does Ruth think is surprising about the difference in oldest children's academic performance? What are the differences, okay? Now, it is mainly thanks to their roles as teachers for their younger siblings. B, the advantages they have only lead to a slightly higher level of achievement. And C, the extra parental attention they receive at a young age makes little difference. Okay? This is going to get a little bit crazy, but you need to get, you need to get, just be ready. Okay. And then after that, for those of you listening, we have questions 29 and 30. Choose two letters, A through E. Which two experiences of sibling rivalry do the speakers agree has been valuable for them? Share, stand up for oneself, be a good loser, be tolerant, say sorry. Okay. So without further ado, we're going to get into the second part of this bad boy. I expect they're sometimes the exact... And with most of these studies, do you think? Okay. Questions 27 to 30. Let's do it. What was the problem with most of these studies, do you think? I think it was because, in a lot of cases, data was collected from only one sibling per family who rated him or herself and his or her siblings at the same time. Hmm. Some of the old research into the relationship between birth order and academic achievement Boom. has been proved to go. be accurate, though. Performances okay. in intelligence tests decline slightly from the eldest child to his or her younger siblings. This has been proved in lots of recent studies. Yes, although what many of them didn't take into consideration was family size. The more siblings there are, the likelier the family is to have a low socioeconomic status, which can also account for differences between siblings. Okay, let's stop. Let's stop. He said what they did not take into account. I'm going to repeat that. What they did not take into account. That means what they neglected. See, some studies have neglected what? Family size. 
okay? So I took down notes. You see the notes. I wrote down performance, okay? Eldest child to younger siblings, all right? Now, A, there is conflicting evidence about whether the oldest children outperform. No, that's, that's the opposite, right? If you go back and listen to it, that's not what it said. The information it said in the recording is opposite from what I am reading before my very eyes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, say yes. Very good. Now, again, we could go on and listen, and we're going to go on and listen to potential B. There is little doubt that birth order has less influence, and we'll continue from there. And then we're going to go into the next part, okay? And we're listening specifically for Ruth. What does Ruth think is surprising about the difference in oldest children's academic performance, okay? <sighs> My throat is just going to fall out. In academic performance. The oldest boy might be given more opportunities than his younger sisters, for example. Exactly. But the main okay. reason for the marginally higher academic performance of oldest children is quite surprising, I think. It's okay. not only that they benefit intellectually from extra attention at a young age, which is what I would have expected. It's that they benefit from being teachers for their younger siblings by verbalizing processes. Right. And this gives them status and confidence, which again contributes in a small way to better performance. So would you say sibling way. rivalry has been a useful thing for you? I think Let's so. My younger brother was incredibly annoying and we fought a lot. But I think this has made me a stronger person. I know how to defend myself. We had okay. some terrible arguments, Myself. and I would have died rather than apologize to him. But we had to put up with each other, and most of the time we coexisted amicably enough. Yes, my situation was pretty similar. But I don't think having two older brothers made me any less selfish. I was never prepared to let my brothers use any of my stuff. That's perfectly normal. Mm. Whereas some I was never prepared to never let any of my brothers use my stuff. So in the last two, it says two experiences. I wrote down what she said. She said her older brother was rather annoying, but it made her stronger. So made her stronger. A, B, C, D, E, for those of you watching. You did not hear share, okay? Stand up for oneself. Be careful. C, learning to be a good loser. Did you hear anything about losing? No. So we took out a bad answer in A, we took out a bad answer in C. So we have D, tolerant. And we have E, say sorry. She said, I would never say sorry. So the answers are B and D. So defend myself, that means to stand up for oneself, to defend yourself. That is synonymous. Also, tolerant made you stronger, right? He was annoying, but she had to tolerate it. Therefore, it made her stronger. Guys, I hope you learned something from this video. Again, if you guys are interested, and again, if you haven't used your free consultation yet, okay, you guys have one available. If you want to be consulted in reading, speaking, listening, or writing, whatever it may be, make sure you consult me. Get your free hour, okay? And if you guys enjoyed this, man, share it, like it, let me know what you think, write down answers. If you have Q&As, Write down the Q&A at the very end and let me know what you guys think uh, or what you want my video to feature next. 
communicate with me. Do not be shy. For those of you on my podcast, follow me on the, my Instagram, the Arsenio Buck Show. I got plenty of things going on over there also. A lot of inspirational messages too, because obviously I'm soon to be a life coach and a transformation coach. But nonetheless, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. That was a long video. And if you enjoyed it, you better share it. Because if you don't share it, I'm coming after you. I'm your host as always. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.